Today on Locked On Rockies, restocking the starting rotation. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 11th day of November in the year 2022. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team each and every single day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here. We talk Colorado Rockies baseball all the time. And if you're wondering, who the heck is this guy? Well, I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk for a little over two seasons now and following this team my entire life. You can kind of see behind me. There's some stuff. I've been loving this team through the ups and downs. Uh, basically ever since I've walked the old big blue marble we call home. Today on the Lockdown Rockies podcast, we are diving into the Rockies re-signing Jose Urania. What was his season like? Is this the right move for the Rockies? And how does this impact their approach to the free agency market? Is the starting pitching depth solved by bringing back Urania? Uh, spoiler, no, it's not. Uh, but before we dive into all that, i got to let you know that today's episode of Locked on Rockies is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And you can find Locked on Rockies free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. You just got to search Locked on Rockies, and you'll be taken to where you need to go. And if you subscribe to Locked on Rockies on YouTube, then you'll know when we go live. And you can pop into the live chat and be part of the show. And how fun is that? All right, here is the Rockies news. The Rockies bring back Jose Urania on a $3 million deal, about 3.5 I was seeing, I think, around $3 million deal. And uh, this includes, and this is from Mark Feinsand over there, it also includes a $4 million club option for 2024. This is interesting. I mean, I, I think this is a fine move. I think this is a good way to add in a little bit of depth to a pitcher that you know can handle what it is like pitching at cores and was fine for you last year. I'm not going to go ahead and put good or great for the Rockies. He had some great starts, especially uh, towards the end of the season. He just didn't have any backup for a bit in terms of the offense. The offense really kind of betrayed him in in some of the games, especially in, uh, in, in the last part of the season. But this is an okay move for the Rockies. This is someone that uh, isn't going to necessarily blow anyone away, but this gives Rocky the Rockies some stability, and it gives the Rockies at least now three starters out of what you what you need to know with your five, potentially going to Austin Gomber, and that fifth spot can still go up in the air where they can go and go after it in free agency. I do still think the believe the Rockies are going to make multiple starting pitching moves. I think the Rockies' plan and philosophy for the rotation is not to have Gomber back as a starter I think they like Austin Gomber's ability to come into games if they need a longer reliever someone that can give them three innings of ball I think they like that versatility out of the bullpen and again is is this Jose Urania deal necessarily an earth shaker crazy move no is it the flashiest is it restocking from a bad team there there is that issues but it's also a fine thing if Arania ends up being your fifth arm your fourth arm and you still go out and and add someone with a little bit more of a repertoire it's I mean you it's again the battle of how the Rockies are actually going to convince people to come to pitch at Coors Field and pitch in Colorado and play with this team that finished 68 and 94 last year 43 games out of the lead 
Jose Arena in the uh, last part. Of the, let's look at look at his last five starts uh, in the season. Uh, he was uh, three and two in those in that time, including uh, really close ball games. I mean, he held his opponent the opponents he he uh, to to one run in all of those wins, and the offense only gave him a, a comfortable lead really once, uh, and that was against Arizona. The Cubs a three one win and a two one win uh, and a really great showing against the Dodgers with the only damage coming on a on a home run. What's nice about Arania and what was nice uh, different at least at the end of the season was Arania wasn't giving up a lot of home runs, something that the Rockies were doing a lot of, especially their two best pitchers when in Freeland and Marquez. When you got an Arania start, it wasn't anything flashy. There was some walk issues, not necessarily a ton, but you know, four in the game in the loss against San Francisco, a walk in at least every start outside of his last one and you're looking at his five and two walks in uh, the 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 two of his wins. But that's Arania on that deal. It's a player. It's it's a it's a solid. It's not anything too crazy. It's not a super long term commitment. The club option gives you the opportunity to go a different direction and makes it a little bit more enticing if Arania ends up being a trade piece that 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 they might somebody might be interested with that club option. That could be something uh, that that makes Arania a little bit more of an enticing trade piece in case the Rockies do want to turn to some different pitchers or in case want to restock in a different way. What's interesting too was the sound. Like Arena wasn't super interested in returning with the Rockies. Not didn't ever rule it out. Said the conversations were going, but I kind of assumed out of out of who are the Rockies going to bring back from the rotation last year, Jose Arena or Chad Cool. I kind of figured the Rockies were going to get be more successful with Cool, but. This re-signing of Jose Arana makes me... I don't think the Rockies are going to want to rerun the whole rotation. I don't think the Rockies really want to redo last year over again. And by bringing back Cool, you're kind of signaling that. I mean, is it out of the realm of possibilities that the Rockies do bring back Chad Cool and and just kind of re-rack this starting rotation and then figure out one of the uh, pitchers in, in your farm system, your... Lamberts or things like that coming back from injury to fill out your fifth spot uh, and, and just re-rack it. It definitely can, but you've seen a lot of coverage. We've seen a lot of buzz about the Rockies' focus being pitchers. I, I saw that Bill Schmidt was talking. I can't remember what media outlet it was, but he was talking about pitchers, pitchers, pitchers. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this is the only one of the two that the Rockies bring back from last year. And uh, it, it, it's something that I think the, the – the, I think this is a fine move. I, I, I think if, is if overall – adding Jose Arena into your depth isn't a bad thing. And uh it's still you're not spending a ton of money at least from the Rockies side so you're so you're encouraged to go out and uh maybe go out and still make some offers, make some opportunities and still bring in some uh other pitchers. But let's look further back. Let's take a full look at Jose Arena's season last year and talk about one thing that could be different for Arena as well in terms of performance this year but before we do that got to tell you about our friends at bet online betonline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info stats news and analysis i know the rockies aren't in action but guess what you can bet on the broncos the avalanche the nuggets i mean you can bet on just about anything at bet
betonline.net. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer, and folks, guess what? If you're like me, you like to play the video games, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little Call of Duty, a little League of Legends, something like that. I don't really play either of those games. I play different stuff, but they even got the esports betting that you can get in on. They got it all at betonline.net. And hey, you're listening to this podcast, so that must mean you like sports podcasts, and you can find those at BetOnline as well. They are the fastest and easiest way to get in on all the betting action. Head to the website today. That's BetOnline.net, or you go ahead and use that mobile device. That works, too, to learn more about BetOnline. BetOnline, where the game starts. Don't miss out at BetOnline.net. We are talking about Jose Arena for the Colorado Rockies as he was just re-signed to the Colorado Rockies on a one-year deal with a club option for 2024, about $3.5 million deal, $4 million option here in 2024. Let's take a look here and read from Purple Rose. Skylar Timmons writes, Jose Arena reunites with the Rockies for one more year. Arena joined the Rockies on a minor league deal after he was designated for assignment by the Milwaukee Brewers early in the 2022 season. Arena eventually joined the big league club during the summer, finishing the season with the team after making 17 starts while going 3-8 with a 5.14 ERA and 89 in the third innings of work. He also posted a 15.2% career uh, strikeout rate, 9.6 walkout rate, and 50.3% ground ball rate, all of which were similar to his career marks. Arena showed plenty of promise with the Rockies leading to the reunion, evidenced by the fact that in 17 starts, he pitched into the sixth innings 12 times. Huge key factor there. Depth and getting to the sixth inning, so important for the Rockies, especially in tight ballgames in which Arena did keep the Rockies in a lot of them. Another stat to point out there, Rockies love ground balls. If you can cause ground balls, weak contact like that, the Rockies are definitely going to be interested in your pitching services. And when you're getting hitters to hit about on the ball, on the ground 50% of the time, the Rockies are going to like that. Um, let's see. Evidence to the fact that he's uh, in 17 starts, he pitched into the sixth inning 12 times and allowed three or fewer runs 12 times. He displayed a combination of consistency and effectiveness that the Rockies will look to capitalize on to boost their rotation heading into 2022. General Manager Bill Schmidt said that pitching was his main area of focus at the GM meetings in Las Vegas this week, and the Rockies had hinted at a possible reunion as the regular season came to a close. Orania likely slots into the back end of the rotation behind Kyle Freeland and Herman Marquez. The move is the latest in a busy week for the Rockies that saw them trade Sam Hilliard to the Atlanta Braves, as well as have two players claimed off waivers while outriding three players from the 40-man roster. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, just uh, kind of a recap on some Rockies news that uh, we might have missed. But again, you look at the numbers, and we'll dive in a little bit more. But uh, that, thank you very much, uh, Skyler, for writing that uh, breakdown here. Low risk, consistency, and he's actually going to be with the club a full season. He's not going to have to deal with the doubt and the issues of bouncing around, being DFA'd. He had the deal done. He can focus on being a pitcher for the Rockies, and the Rockies are clearly giving him the confidence and showing 
that he is someone that the Rockies can uh, depend or the Rockies believe in to contribute for their club. And that's got to, I talk about it all the time. That is a benefit for a player. That is something that is going to help them. Is it going to be the thing that carries them through? No, but it's going to be something that builds their confidence, especially in the off season, knowing that you have a spot. Jose Arena is now on a major league deal. It's not a minor league deal. The Rockies liked him enough. He has a spot in the rotation. That's exactly what he was looking to do. And he was able to, uh, you know, uh, you know, that's what you're kind of trying to do if you're a player in Arena's position when you're trying to continue your career. That is exactly the type of boost that you need. And again, uh, you know, one of these things to, to, to keep in mind in his starts, three or few runs in 12 out of your 17 starts, that's a really good number. And that, again, highlights the fact that the Rockies' offense was so bad that they couldn't help him out, and more often than not, when the Rockies were in a game by three runs or less. Your starting pitcher allowing you only three runs at most through six innings, you got to be able to work your way back in there. Arania is going to be better when the Rockies' offense helps out. Same with, same with Freeland, same with Marquez. One big thing, one big issue that 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 impacts these Rockies pitchers is when the offense is bad, you have to rely more on pitching that isn't necessarily dominant, DeGrom, elite, elite, elite. And of course, they're going to crack a little, but you can't sit there and take away. That's a solid stretch. Out of 17 starts, 12 of them, you only allow three runs. And you and, and in, in that, in seven, he, he got into the sixth inning, uh, 12 times two. So, you know, I'm sure those don't all match up completely, but you can kind of look at those numbers. You can kind of put them together that he was averaging three runs over six innings. And if that's what your starting pitcher is, is only allowing in today's game of baseball, you should be able to get back in there, especially when you're playing at a place like Coors Field. And especially when you're supposed to be a team that's offensive minded, the Rockies, haven't really tapped into this the, the 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 legacy of offensive focused baseball for the Rockies in a bit, and that we've talked about this before. That even applies to the playoff years. What why did it? What went wrong in the playoffs? Not enough hitting depth. The pitching depth was there, but the hitting depth wasn't there. And now the Rockies have been facing issues with with both. But the pitchers, pitchers like Jose Arena are going to be much better, and the numbers would be much better for Jose Arena if the Rockies actually backed him up on offense and scored some runs. So, again, this is a nice move to solidify your back half of your rotation. Are you really upset? To Are you nervous to see Jose Arena take the mound? Not really. When you look at his numbers, the record's not pretty and some stuff aren't. You're not that really that discouraged. Let's take a look here at his time with Colorado. And I'm just looking at uh, the, the the Colorado numbers here. 17 starts like we uh like we said uh this season for the Rockies. 89 uh innings. So, 102 hits. The they do he he does give up hits. That's a lot of hits. That's averaging a few hits uh per inning there uh in the starts with 57 runs uh scoring off of him 51 of them. Only you know, ten home runs isn't isn't a lot compared to what we've seen with the other with other Rockies hitters and and that pace. I don't think if you added on another, 
80 innings. So let's just add on, let's just double everything in terms of innings pitched and get him up to 178 in terms of that. That would put him at, at, at a much higher. He still would have allowed less home runs than Marquez and Freeland this year. While, uh, you know, the, the the walks sitting at 38, but a 60 to 38 walk uh, strikeout to walk ratio is not bad. You'd like to see it be a little bit lower there, but those are all fine numbers for the back half of your rotation. You're asking Jose Arania to go out and keep you in ball games in those stretches of games and to win those rubber matches. And that's what he did. He more often than not last year put the Rockies in a position to be competitive, to win in ball games. And it just didn't pan out with the Rockies' inability to score on offense, uh, especially on the road. So, again, the number's not necessarily extra flashy, but it's a consistent, reliable arm and a veteran pitcher that is going to help that, that that helps your depth and that answers at least one question and adds a, a, a solid piece to the foundation of the pitching. Jose Arena isn't going to be the best pitcher, but if he can go out and have and, and every 17 starts and 12 out of those 17 make it to the sixth and then in those 12 innings or 12 games that he pitches in allowed three runs or less. That's exactly what you're looking for Jose Arena to do. And that's it would be massive for the Rockies, especially if it pans out. And with him being with the Rockies and being with the club and being, uh, you know, kind of believed in and hyped up in, that might help him um, boost up a little bit. But this is a, a fine deal for someone that has pitched all over uh, in terms of baseball, has, got, has done the distance and uh, has tons and tons of uh, of <laughs> of numbers across the league, but um, yeah, I, I I like this move. I'm more encouraged by a Jose Arena resign than a Chad Cool resign. Jose Arena finished strong in the second half, and when he was given a chance with the Rockies and perform- outperformed. Whereas Chad Cool, the the hot start did not materialize into a full season. So out of those two pitchers, if you were to bring them back. Is uh, I'm more interested in uh, in in Jose Arena, and so um, I I think this is a, a fine move for the Rockies. Is it an exciting move? Is it the move that fans maybe want to see in terms of the free agent acquisitions or the free agent re-signings? No, but it's not a bad move for the Colorado Rockies. Um, let's take a look at some more moves uh, for the Rockies, but before we do that. You guys got to check this out. Thank you for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day. We appreciate that. Now, your second listen of the day, you can go have it be the Locked On Sports Today podcast. They got you covered for all things sports over there. Baseball, basketball, football, everything. It's just in one helpful podcast. And it's right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Um, we're going to stay at Purple Row here. The Rockies are starting to make tough decisions by Evan Lang. When five players, Chad Cool, Alex Colomay, Jose Iglesias, Jose Arena, and Carlos Estevez elected free agency and were subsequently removed from the 40-man roster to begin the MLB season, one could reasonably assume the Colorado Rockies weren't going to make any further moves. At, least, at the very least, they would stay in patent until or after the MLB, MLB winter meetings in early December. Then the Rockies announced earlier this week that they have traded outfielder Sam Hilliard to the Atlanta Braves for minor league reliever, reliever Dylan Spain. And uh, the Rockies also 
had a set of, of roster moves. Catcher Dom Nunez and outfielder Ryan Villalde were claimed on waivers while three other players were outrighted off the 40-man roster. That includes Ty Block, Hilaris Oliveras, and Winton Bernard. Uh, Nunez was claimed by the San Francisco Giants, was a six-round pick in 2013, but has failed to find his footing within the organization. Never hit above 190 during parts of three total seasons when he appeared on the big league roster, nor has he hit above 250 in the minors since 2015. Nunez has shown some flashes of power, but not consistently enough to earn regular playing time. Nunez unfortunately became expendable when the Rockies' depth chart at catcher seemingly set with Elias Diaz and Brian Servin, as well as multiple catching prospects like Hunter Goodman, Braxman Fulford, and Drew Romo impressing in the farm system. Outfielder Ryan Vialde was another difficult decision that had to be made within the organization. Despite being only 23 year old and having already made his major league debut, the former second round pick out of Matt Holliday's Stillwater, Oklahoma, was tumbled down the prospect rankings. Vialde became one of the odd men out after a difficult 2022 season where he failed to break into the big leagues and struggled to find a rhythm with the AAA Albuquerque Isotopes. Uh, the three players outrated off the 40-man roster, Hilaris uh, Oliveras, Winnet Bernard, and Ty Block, all could potentially return to the organization. Both Bernard and Block are in their 30s and don't represent the future of the team, while Oliveras made just one minor league appearance in 2022 and spent much of the year injured. It's unsure when or even if Oliveras will be able to return to pitching. So... You got, there's more. If you want to get more details, you, know, you go get that. I just kind of wanted to sum up the moves. Those were all moves that I expected the Rockies to make. It's a bummer. We talked about the Sam Hilliard trade. Good good guys like Sam Hilliard, it's hard to move on from. But all these players just really didn't have a fit. Vialde is the interesting one. Both of these players are certainly going to come back and dominate the Rockies. Dom Nunez to the Giants has him becoming a 300 hitter out of nowhere and hits bombs written all over it, I'm sure. But none of these moves necessarily make you all that upset. And with how much space they've cleared up on the roster, it does make you wonder really what the where the Rockies are going to go after and, and, and go back. Uh, with the Rockies free agents now, when you look at that list, it, it does shrink a little bit. I don't think the Rockies have any interest in, in re-signing Alex Colome. I think he's. I don't think he impressed enough. I think if the Rockies are going to focus on bringing back a piece of their bullpen from last year, it'll be Carlos Estevez. But I'm leaning that Estevez is going to go out of Colorado as well because I think some pitcher or uh, teams are going to be really interested in seeing uh, what he can do and and with that uptick in velocity and how Estevez finished the year. Uh, I think uh, Estevez is going to find a new team to play for. However. He could bring him back, but but out of the five free agents for the Rockies, now that now that Arena has been brought back, that leaves four of them. I think Estevez is really the only one that that makes the most sense to come back. Uh, but wishing not the best for former Rockies. I'm always rooting for Rockies players wherever they end up. See what new new homes mean for for those three players, and what happens if the Rockies uh, if the Rockies do indeed try to reunite with Block, Oliveras, and, and Bernard. Oliveras probably makes the makes makes the most sense. Maybe Bernard as well, um, just because of of you liking his uh, utility. Uh, I don't I don't see much of that happening. But Dom Nunez wasn't gonna no room for playing time, and the outfield is so crowded. So if you weren't breaking through and you weren't dominating the minor leagues. That's not how you're going to get yourself a spot at the major league level. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us for another wonderful podcast day. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Just search Locked on Rockies on your favorite platform and you will find us. You can follow us on Twitter at LO Rockies. You can follow me at Paul Holden 33. 
And you can subscribe to Locked On Rockies on YouTube so you know when we go live and be part of the live show and the live chat as well. Uh, now that you made us your first listen of the day, go make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Or guess what? You can go and make... Uh, the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, or Locked On Nuggets podcast, your second listen of the day. And until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.